Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Today, I'd like to talk about burnout. Now, it's been a while since I've been on the pod. Um, It's been summer break and I thought I'd take some downtime because uh, work has been relentless for most people and we're living through very difficult times in terms of well everything really austerity workload energy bills the climate crisis i mean you name it wherever you look there seems to be some bad news and you know i'm not a doom and gloom mongerer and um i hope if you're listening that you had a good summer it was certainly hot enough um and you know it's a time of year when spirits are usually high um and i know this year because of the heat wave it was exceptionally hot but despite the reasons behind the heat wave i think to put it into context northern europe got the kind of sun the mediterranean and northern africa get regularly i hope you had a good summer i i certainly did um One of the reasons I wanted to talk about burnout is that it's affecting more and more people. And I'm going to cover what it means, why it's important, and what has triggered me into talking about this on this episode. Because you'd think, you know, first episode after the summer, I might be talking about something upbeat. But actually, I think it's something that we all need to be aware of, especially spotting the signs of it. And, you know, there are things that we could possibly do to prevent it. Sadly, I I know people who've been through this, and I have to say I've been close to it um, a couple of times, and, you know, not a week goes by where I think, hey, you know what, I'm getting close to to that feeling of burnout. Um, And not only that, in in a very selfish way, when I think about doctors in particular, and, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to, to go straight into it, but so many of us medics end up taking our own lives. And that is just not acceptable. Um, and burnout is one of the causes of that. And you know what I'm like, I want these episodes to be useful to you, um, not just a rant of any sort. And I believe now more than ever, we need to give this issue of burnout 
a lot of serious attention because it is affecting someone you know, most likely. In its simplest form, burnout is a state of, of complete physical and mental exhaustion. And that definition comes from a psychologist in the 1970s called Herbert Freudenberger, um, who kind of described it as almost one potential end point of long-term stress. And one of the difficulties is it's, it's not something that is diagnosable very easily. And I remember as a GP trainee covering burnout very briefly, and we were shown something called Maslach's Burnout Inventory. But as a new GP, I didn't really think too much about it. I just thought, well, I can sort of see after doing this job for many, many years, you can become a little bit burnt out. Um, but I didn't really know what it meant. So what does it mean? Well, it can present in many ways. And um, common signs of burnout would be feeling tired or drained most of the time. A lot of people feel like that, I realise that. Feeling overwhelmed or not taking tasks at work seriously where you just don't care if you if you miss something. Doubting yourself or being cynical, feeling detached, you know, all of these things that many of us might feel now and again, but if they're persistent and there's more than one of them, then you might be at risk of burnout. And it's also one of those things that colleagues might spot in you. You know, are you grumpier at work? Are you leaving things undone? Has your performance reduced? Are you alienating yourselves from your colleagues? Are you obviously exhausted and not performing at work? And, and the real kicker is that the world we live in now is all about those things. It's constantly about performance, isn't it? And the, and the blurring of lines between your home life and your work life. I mean, what's happened there in the last 10 to 20 years? It's no wonder people are more likely to feel burnt out. And all you've got to do is add into that problems with, say, sleep or your relationships or if you are lonely. Or if you've got money worries, I mean, who doesn't have those at the moment? And you've got a, a real recipe for disaster. There are, of course, other factors at play. So there are certain personality types who are more prone to burnout. So people who are real empaths, for example, or people who are perfectionists. And if you're both, then again, if you like, the analogy for that would be that if, if your cup overflows and that's burnout then that group of people um, already have you know a cup that's fairly full so I, it, it's pretty obvious I think what burnout might look like um, and you'll see useful links in the show notes but what can we do about it how can we prevent it in this day and age is it even possible is it is it that we're all doomed to burn out so at this point, a lot of you will be thinking about the word resilience, and it's one that really grates um, with me, because if you listen to the episode on that, you'll see that that is about personality characteristics and traits. Um, and if you're overworked, and frankly, if you work in the NHS, no amount of resilience training is, is really going to help. 
I think there are some principles you can take from it, but it's not by any means the answer. Because in a resource-limited system, what resilience means is we want you to do the same amount of work with less resource, and that isn't fair. The other thing that doesn't work is just constantly dangling carrots for yourself. So I know a lot of people who... um, and, and actually, I, I've done this myself in years gone by, where you, you're looking forward to a holiday or a break or treating yourself with something, thinking, well, that'll make me feel better. But it, it doesn't actually make the sources of burnout disappear. They're, they're just sticking plasters. I'm sure some of you relate to this. And, you know, part of the solution is that employers and the world and the way that we see work and productivity needs to change because what we're doing collectively at the moment isn't working and we need people to work you know you can't just have a mass you know this thing that is is often termed the great resignation where people are just so overburdened that they feel that they just can't work so what's the answer if you feel that you are at risk of burnout or some of what I've been talking about rings true the first thing to do is to acknowledge it and make some quick changes so for example if you know you're a people pleaser then learn to say no do not say yes when you mean no which comes under the realm of being more bounded other things that can take some pressure off you for example we've covered this in other episodes Really try and compartmentalise things. If you're someone who gets overwhelmed and bogged down by emails, for example, just check them twice a day. Now, maybe you may not, may not have a job that allows you to do that, in which case that's going to be difficult, but there'll be something else you can do. Don't look at your WhatsApps all day. Um, you know, there's no rule book that says you have to get back to people straight away. That's another source of stress. Toxic people is another one. Do you have someone in your realm who is is actually sort of dumping work on you or stealing your energy if that's the case avoid them talk to someone that's another really key thing internalizing things can lead to catastrophizing and if there's ever an area where early intervention is important it's burnout ask for help tell someone whether it's your line manager your partner another colleague at work sometimes it can be very difficult to ask for help so if you are a boss um it's interesting you suddenly go through this transition in your career where no one ever says thank you or or well done and you're tasked with looking after everyone else um but what if that person is is burning out who's looking out for them you know so you know, I know everyone's roles are different, but but definitely telling someone how you're feeling is is key because it gets it off your chest and suddenly it's out there in the world and someone can do something about it. So really it's important to identify what your stresses are. Um, make sure that you tackle those. Any quick wins, do it. Talk to someone. Seek help. Really, really important. And other things which sometimes, again, really easy to say, but not easy to implement. You know, the basics like eating well and sleeping on time and taking enough exercise, they all help. But if you're burnt out, it can be really hard to do that. 
Now, the flip side of, of, of this threshold is if you have burnt out, um, how do you recover from that? Now, that is really difficult. It's the same principles, but it can take a lot longer. And usually you are, you are going to need some support from someone, whether professional or otherwise. It's really difficult to do it alone. I think there's also something about corporate responsibility here. Employers need to be in tune with the fact that people could be struggling and that may include having a plan or, or, or some way of detecting when employees are stressed. You know, a culture of openness where you're encouraged to come and report that you're you're struggling or you're not feeling like you're performing to par um, so that if you are on that path to burnout that it gets picked up early and people have different lives if you know that one of your colleagues for example is a carer um, and that they you know were up all night the night before looking after their dependent you know whether it's a parent or a child then you know that's something to be aware of and and this idea of trying to kind of assess assess someone's risk of burnout i think is useful interestingly the british medical association which is like a union for doctors in the uk did um a questionnaire recently which many of my friends and colleagues have taken and almost all of us are at high risk of burnout. So I often tell stories on, on the podcast and it's difficult with this topic to tell stories because they are invariably quite sad um, and very personal. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is I know I like a quote as well. Um, how do you find a quote on burnout? Um, and a lot of them, you know, in previous episodes, I've, I've put in quotes like one recently, which was almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. And that rings true slightly for burnout. But of course, burnout is a much bigger problem than just unplugging yourself for a few minutes. But the one that really resonates for me with burnout is is this one. If you do not pick a day to relax, then your body will pick it for you. And and that really hits me hard because, as we know with burnout, it's complete physical and emotional exhaustion. Your body's saying no. And I think, I'm hoping that this episode has made you think a little bit more about your own life or perhaps a loved one or a colleague and little steps that you can use to move in the opposite direction to prevent the march to burnout or even recover from it. There are going to be a lot of links in the show notes because I think this is such an important topic um, so I make no apology for that and I, I think they're really really useful and there are some links to, to places that you can find more detailed help. In any case, listen, until next time, um, do look after yourself, whether that means more self-compassion or self-care. And I will be back before you know it with another episode. 
And you know what? Thank you for listening, as always. I, I so appreciate um, the fact that you're giving up your time to listen to this. And until we meet again, do take care. Stay well. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.